Welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris Rogers and I am your host. And we've had a few weeks off. It's Lent and uh, we've been doing our Monday night Lent webinars. And it would be so, so good to spend Monday evenings with some of you guys. Uh, the podcast is like a one-way conversation, isn't it? And it's been so good to be able to have you ask questions back in those webinars. And some of the questions that we were asked in those webinars were actually going to turn into podcast episodes uh, because they were such good questions. It is late. We're still working through Apprentice to Jesus. If you've not got a copy of your book, we would love you to get a hold of a copy. It's not a Lent book. It can be done absolutely any time. It's just, it's great for 40 days. And actually Lent is a wonderful time to be able to invest into our discipleship and spiritual formation. Uh, so if you've not picked up a copy of Apprentice to Jesus, we'd love to encourage you to do that. Now today's podcast episode uh, is called spiritual disciplines or spiritual practices one of the questions that we got a few times during the webinars was this uh, what is a spiritual discipline what is a spiritual practice and th there's such a lot to say on these i'd love to invite you as we play a little bit of a uh, jingle music in a second grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen because i'm going to want you to write some of this stuff down today to make some notes that might just about help you uh so here we go we're going to jump straight into an episode on spiritual practices and spiritual disciplines Great stuff. Well, I hope that you've got yourself a piece of paper because what we're going to talk about today, I just think it'd be great if you could write these things down uh, for you to reflect on at the end. So the question I got asked in the webinars that we were just doing on discipleship was this question about spiritual practices, spiritual disciplines. What are they? And one of the questions I got was, what's the link between spiritual practices or disciplines and discipleship? And the reality is... They're all the same word for the same kind of thing. Discipleship is choosing to follow Jesus Christ with your life. Discipleship is saying yes to him where he's going and what he wants you to do. And a, a disciple or an apprentice learns to mimic and do the things that Jesus did. So that's what we're meant to do, mimic and do the things that Jesus did. But we need some help and some framework this, this framework and this help gives us a way of being able to put practices in our lives where we are working on ourselves and working on learning the stuff that we need to learn and putting rhythms into our life that are biblical and helpful. So actually, discipleship is very, very similar to spiritual practices or disciplines. Uh, and spiritual disciplines are very similar to discipleship, but actually they're, they're slightly different as well. Um, some of the things I'll talk about today, you'll be like, well, that's obviously a discipleship thing. Totally is a discipleship. There is nothing I'd speak about today uh, with regard to spiritual disciplines that isn't a discipleship thing. But within spiritual practices and disciplines, there are certain things that are also somewhat missing. Uh, we don't talk about praying for the sick as a spiritual discipline, although I would say... Well, it totally is. It's a regular thing that we should be doing, praying for the sick to see healings. Uh, the gift of prophecy, the prophetic, could kind of fall in spiritual disciplines, but actually is a discipleship, an apprenticeship thing um, that doesn't always fall into the traditional understanding of spiritual disciplines. So there's some things that are not mentioned in spiritual disciplines that I would love to make sure get mentioned because they are a part of what it means, the package, what it means to be a follower of Jesus. So what I'm going to do today, I'm going to explore with us what is traditionally the spiritual disciplines. And I want you to imagine this for a moment. You've got a cup. 
and that cup that you've got has got holes in it. And as quick as you are filling up that cup is as quick as you are leaking from that cup. The holes are the splits in there are causing you to leak. And as a disciple of Jesus, uh, we need to have spiritual practices in our lives that help us refill that cup regularly so that we've got something to give away. So the spiritual disciplines are the practices that help us keep filled full of the spirit, the stuff that we need to leak and give out to the world. The leakage is the things like praying for the sick. Uh, the gift of prophecy, evangelism, and some of those other things. Um, but you'll see that they do blur all together. But essentially, it's this idea of you are a leaky bucket and you need disciplines in your life that are going to help you to not be as leaky or, well, not as leaky. We want you to be more leaky, but we want you to be filled full and replenished with what you're leaking out. So there's different areas of spiritual disciplines. I'm going to talk first about the inner disciplines. I'm going to talk about the outer disciplines and then i'm going to talk about what i call the outer outer disciplines okay so you've got the inner disciplines the outer disciplines and the outer outer disciplines so what i want you to do is take your piece of paper that i hope you've picked up or your notes on your phone and write down three areas inner outer and outer outer okay so under inner i'm going to mention uh five spiritual disciplines that help you replenish the inner life of a disciple, the inner life of what it means to be apprentice of Jesus. So um, number one, the first inner practice has to be prayer and fasting. And these two go together, although they, they are somewhat different. You don't fast every time you pray. Um, but prayer and fasting is about listening to God, spending time with God, speaking with him and engaging with him. And ultimately this, prayer and fasting is about coming to the point where you understand and know the will of God. Fasting and prayer is not about twisting God's arms for you to get your way. Prayer and fasting is about you talking with God about what's going on with you, telling him what you think, but ultimately coming to a point where you know and understand the will of God. So prayer and fasting, which is linked with meditation and listening. So the, sometimes we, when we talk about meditation, it can be very secular. What I'm talking about when I talk about meditation is this listening to God. Uh, I meditate and listen to the Lord uh, with scripture and with song worship. I love putting on music and listening to the Lord and meditating on him and chewing on his word. So prayer and fasting, meditation and listening. Uh, then you've got three, which is scripture, the studying of scripture. And there's a difference here between meditation on scripture and studying scripture. So the first dis second discipline I said was about meditation and listening chewing on God. Studying scripture is about really coming to know the word of God, spending significant time drilling into what God's book says. Uh, so that third discipline is studying, mining scripture, digging into scripture. The fourth discipline is confession. So this is all the inner life. You've got prayer and fasting, meditation and listening, studying of scripture. Number four is about confession and repentance. Confession and repentance is about clearing out the inner life, the inner you, the broken you, the repentant stuff that's got to go. Uh, confession is about clearing out and saying, I've had enough of my old self. I only want to walk in my new self. And we need to do this confession regularly, clearing out uh, the the disgusting stuff, the despicable stuff that kind of sits and rots in our hearts. Confession. 
and returning or realigning ourselves back to God. So that's the fourth discipline. The fifth discipline is about rest and Sabbath. If you want your inner life to be flooded with God, uh, rest and Sabbath are so important. Uh, the spiritual discipline of the world is to keep moving faster, to not take re rests and see yourself as the savior of the world uh, and that only you can achieve what you the goals that you want to achieve. Uh, the spiritual discipline of follower of Jesus is to rest and to Sabbath, to trust that he is the Messiah. He is the savior, not you. So we're talking about spiritual disciplines and the inner life here. What this looks like for the inward practices of our lives. Let me just read this to you. I love this. If, uh, Hebrews 6.1 from the New Living Translation. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and practices uh, and putting our faith into action in God. I love that. Um, there is something really important about maturing and growing. And there's a danger that we love to be spoon fed. When you were a baby, somebody took out a spoon and they fed you bit by bit what you needed and the danger is in the church we expect somebody else to do this for us so we end up with congregations filled full of babies i love i've got a friend of mine i often call him a man baby uh just for you know for, for jokes uh but there are many of us that are man babies women babies and we are, are physically mature but we are spiritually immature uh, and we keep going over the same basic teachings over and over and over again and never actually putting these things into practice. And we expect somebody else to keep spoon feeding us. And this inner practice, the inner disciplines are about the maturing of faith, the maturing of personal prayer and fasting, personal listening to God and engaging with him in worship, personal uh, confession, personal studying of scripture and personal rest and Sabbath. Those inner disciplines, those personal disciplines are what so many of us end up missing out. We are very good so often at engaging with the outer disciplines because it involves other people, but we're not so good at uh, engaging with the inward disciplines because they're things that we do on our own. So my challenge to you is that I've mentioned five disciplines, prayer and fasting, meditation and listening, confession and repentance, um, studying of scripture and resting on Sabbath. I want to ask the question, are you fulfilling all of those inner disciplines? Which ones or which one do you need to start activating and doing? Which of those inner disciplines do you need to start doing to renew your inner life? There's a danger that we will end up burnt out if we are not doing the inner disciplines. Many followers of Jesus are burnt out, particularly at the end of this pandemic. We are burnt out because we have not been doing the inward disciplines and our bucket is empty. We have poured out. Um, often, di disciples, we can become quite angry uh, at God because uh, we say things like, well, I've been doing my inner disciplines and God's not been blessing me back. Look, 
We don't do the inner blessings so we get a blessing back from God. We do the inner blessing so that we are healthy and renewed on the inside of our lives, uh, so that we're living from a place where God is feeding us and giving us the stuff for the inner life so we thrive internally. You don't do these things to get God's attention or to twist God's arm so that you get blessed in some other way. These inner disciplines are about you uh, being renewed inwardly. So that's the inward. Then you've got the outward. Okay, the outward disciplines. The outward discipline of um, simplicity and living lighter. Uh, you know, Jesus says to the rich young ruler, sell everything and follow me. Uh, there's a danger that the uh, living with so much stuff around us clutters us. So the spiritual discipline of simplicity and living lighter is about us relying more on him and less on ourselves. So that's simplicity. The next spiritual discipline for the outer life is what I call solitude. You go, whoa, hang on, Chris. Isn't that an inner life thing, solitude? There's a danger that we we make solitude about internal, but actually uh, solitude is about finding space, finding enough silence in our busy day to enable us to listen to the deep inner voice inside of us, our true self. Solitude is about finding space in the busyness of life so we can hear the true voice of ourselves, understand who we really are, and ultimately listen to the voice of God over that voice. We've all got these inner voices and uh, they're directing our paths all day. They're telling us what we should think. And sometimes we're not we're moving so fast and we're surrounded by so many people we don't understand where that voice is coming from. So solitude is about having enough space to enable us to hear the deep inner voice inside of us. Sometimes you know it's the sinful voice inside of us. So the outward disciplines um, are about how we live out our faith and find solitude uh, and simplicity in life. The next outward discipline or spiritual practice is submission. Uh, so Ephesians at 5.21 says this, Submit to one another out of reverence to Christ. Submission to God. Uh, submission is about outwardly allowing others to have authority over us. And this is a massive one. We do not like to be told what to do. And therefore, uh, we say, it is my human right to do what I want to do. It is my human right not to dot, dot, dot. Or it is my human right to do this. But Ephesians tells us, submit to one another. In other words, listen to each other's views. Submit to each other out of reverence for Christ. Submission, we listen to each other's views. In community, we're listening to others so that others shape us and we're not just listening to our own voice inside our head. Um, submitting to the will of God is what we should be doing. And the will of God is to submit to each other in the church uh, under reverence for Jesus. So submission. Um, I want to just read this to you as well. For this is Romans 13. Well, what do you make of this? Everyone. This is to all the believers. Everyone but it must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Well, it can't be 
It can't be that God really thinks the Roman Empire, who was the prevailing uh, authority at the time, this book of Romans, chapter 13, Paul is writing to the people of Rome. There was The Christians were saying, oh, we shouldn't listen to uh, Rome any longer. We only listen to God. And then God is saying to us through Paul, no, 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 no. You listen to the authority of the government and you show reverence to me by the way that you show reverence to them. This is an interesting one. I certainly in the last year have been slightly thrown by the number of Christians who tell me they do not have to listen to the government. They don't have to do what the government says because they've got Christ on their side and God will defend them. And all the long I'm going, yeah, but scripture tells us to submit to authority. There is wisdom in authority and wisdom in listening to them. And it's interesting. Sometimes uh, people, their own will is so great uh, they are willing to convince themselves um, that the government is, you know, is corrupt or the government is sinful. Therefore, I mustn't listen to them. It's funny, very, it's an interesting one, and we might have to do a whole podcast episode on this. But it's quite clear um, in Scripture that God wants us to submit to the authorities, and that is a spiritual discipline, an outward practice of showing that we are showing reverence to God uh, in our hearts by the way we live externally, showing how we are living internally, submission. We may come to that on another podcast episode because that's a big challenging one. Living out our lives in such a way that we give the authority to the government in reverence for Christ. Uh, that is an interesting one which we may come back to explore. Or you might want to look into it yourself a little further. So we talked about simplicity, the inner life, solitude, submission. And the next one is uh, service, service. So Romans 12, one says this. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, in view of the cross, Christ's death and resurrection, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. So we just rewind this back. So what is your spiritual act of worship? Your spiritual act of worship is to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So what is our spiritual act of worship? Serving and loving others. Loving God by the way that we serve others. Worship with action. So the spiritual discipline of worshipping God through action. Uh, is our next practice here we're looking at. Worshipping God with action. The traditional phrase is just Christian service. I love talking in terms of worship with our hands. Serving others, caring for others and loving others being a spiritual act of worship. In other words, uh, loving God, not just with our song worship, but loving God with our hands is an outward practice of devotion to God. So loving God, serving him through action, as Romans 12 says. And then uh, the fifth and final outward discipline uh, would be evangelism. Putting words to action. The discipline of willing, being willing to use your mouth to declare the goodness of God, uh, to declare who he is, what he has done, and making him famous. So the outward practice of sharing your faith. So here we got five outward spiritual practices, simplicity, solitude, submission, 
service or worship in action and evangelism out of those five which one or two do you get stuck on the most which of those do you find actually is pretty difficult uh, for you which one do you need to activate so which of the inner disciplines do you need to activate which of the outer disciplines do you need to activate and then the third and final section i'm calling the uh, so you got you got the inner You've got the outer and then, you, then you've got the outer outer. So what is the outer outer? The outer outer, outer outer, the outer outer disciplines are what you call the corporate practices or the corporate disciplines. These are the things that we have to do together. These are the things that we have to do together. So when people say I can be a follower of Jesus, but not go to church or not be a part of a community, well, you can do some of the spiritual disciplines, but there are others that you can't do unless you're a part of a gathered uh, group of Christians together. So the first corporate discipline is the discipline of confession. Confessing your sins to one another, Jesus says. Sharing with each other the confession, sharing with one another the sins that you have done. Uh, and this is a real difficult one. We do struggle with this. In my tradition, the Anglican tradition, we do a confession together every Sunday. We, we confess our sins, but we're doing it in such a way uh, that we can hide behind it. We don't have to tell anybody what we've done. But actually, the, the gift of confessing our sins to one another. I have a small group of people that I do trust to share with them about what's going on in my internals and the things I have to confess. Uh, the discipline of confession. The second one is the discipline of gathered worship, worshiping together as an act of worship. We worship on our own. We worship with our hands, but we also have to worship together with each other in unity. And this is where you cannot be a follower of Jesus and not be a part of a church. To follow Jesus, to worship him means to also be part of a family of worshipers worshiping the lord together now that worship does not have to look like uh like a traditional stand and sing kind of concept uh we can worship around dinner tables in our living rooms and in church buildings or in in larger venues worship does not have to be in the traditional sense you may be part of a small group of christians that are doing life together and that is what it means to worship together so confession worshiping together the third discipline is the discipline of guidance, getting guidance from others and giving guidance to others, giving wisdom to each other, sharing direction with one another, educating each other and equipping each other for life. So this discipline, we very often forget this discipline. We just think it's a nice thing to do, helping each other out. But actually, the gift of, of guiding each other, caring for each other, supporting each other is a corporate discipline. Being in a group with some of the people where you help guide them uh, is very much a spiritual discipline. So the discipline of confession, worship, guidance, and then celebration, celebrating with each other what God has done. Uh, scripture says rejoice and again I say rejoice uh, being people who regularly rejoice and regularly uh, rejoice uh, with each other what God has done is 
this spiritual discipline. And in the scriptures, you read the Old Testament, the people of God gathered together regularly, read scripture and rejoiced with one another on what the Lord had done for them. So the discipline uh, of celebrating and rejoicing uh, with one another. And then I'd say the final corporate discipline, the discipline of being in the family, being involved with the family. To be a follower of Jesus is the discipline of being committed to and being a part of a family of God. Uh, without that, we are missing a significant piece of what it means to be uh, a disciple of Jesus. And it may well be uh, that you aren't part of a church. And I'd love to just, you know, some of us have been hurt by church in the past. Totally get it. Don't give up on church. We need one another. We need to resource one another. I have so many people that I know that have given up on church. They've given up on gathering with others. And I have to be very honest. I kind of smile at, at these friends, but they are missing out. Uh, they are missing out. They're not growing like the others are in, in the family of God. Uh, they're missing out on evangelism and sharing faith and all those opportunities. They say, oh, I get to share my faith at work. But then you push them and they're not. Uh, the family of God is a place where we get on fire. Uh, the Being part of a family means uh, gathering around a campfire where we keep each other warm, but then we help kind of raise the temperature for each other and set each other ablaze for what God is doing and how we then go and do that in the world. So the corporate discipline of being a part of a family and playing your part in a family is about you getting inspired and hot for what the Lord is doing. So that's your next five disciplines, the corporate disciplines, the out and out, the, the things that we do with others, confession, worship, guiding each other, celebrating with each other and being committed to a community. So that's what we would call the uh, spiritual disciplines. They are the spiritual disciplines. Uh, Stephen Foster writes about these. If you want to check out his book about spiritual disciplines by Stephen Foster, cracking book. Now, what you'll notice is evangelism is mentioned in, in those spiritual disciplines. I would want to add in there praying for the sick is a spiritual discipline. You could stick it in the out or the out and out. I don't mind where you stick it, but praying for the sick is definitely a spiritual discipline that we have to regularly be doing uh, to be living out the kingdom of God. Uh, and teaching about the kingdom of God, you know, I call it evangelism, uh, but teaching people about God, his goodness and the kingdom drawing near. Um, yes, we can put that in evangelism, but it's kind of Jesus is clear to teach the kingdom of God and the way of the kingdom. So if you want to ditch the word evangelism, just put it in there. It's about teaching people about God, telling people about God. Uh, you might find that more helpful. So there we go. You've got meditation, prayer and fasting, confession, rest and Sabbath and study. You've got simplicity, solitude, uh, submission, service and evangelism or telling people about God. You've got confession, worship, guiding each other, celebrating together and being committed to a family. They are the spiritual disciplines and they're the disciplines that we see Jesus embodying and therefore we are uh, invited into them as well. So my challenge to you is this, to look at each of those fives. Uh, I don't know why it's five, it's just it, it ends up being five, 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 five. Which of each one do you need to start practicing? Uh, if you are struggling at the moment, and your inner life is exhausted and burnt out and you are struggling, you're struggling to even see where God is, 
practice a new inward discipline. Shake up your spiritual disciplines. Don't do what you've been doing before. What got you here will not get you there. Sometimes you have to change what you are doing to get to the next stage. So which of the inner disciplines do you need to practice? Which of the outer disciplines are you struggling with that you need to pick up and say, right, I'm going to give that uh, outer discipline uh, a go. I'm going to practice that. Which of the outer, outer disciplines do you need to practice as well? So there you go, the spiritual disciplines. I'm going to pray for us in a minute just to really help us with those, um, really allow them to sink in. But I want to tell you this. I really want to encourage you to join me next week for um, next week's podcast episode. It's Holy Week. I'm going to do a special episode looking at Jesus's final week. We're going to look at some super cool Jewish stuff, some stuff that's hidden in the text that we miss and why Jesus being crucified is actually set out exactly like Caesar's inauguration. And the Gospel of Mark is really setting us up to see Jesus as the new Caesar. So we're going to check that out next week. And I think some of you are going to really, really enjoy it. But let me pray as we finish this podcast episode on spiritual disciplines. Heavenly Father, we pray for our inner life, our outer life and our outer, outer life. Help us, God, to establish these rhythms, these spiritual practices uh, so that we can be sustained in faith. God, help us not to make excuses for ourselves. Help us to see the reality of what we are really doing and what we're pretending in doing, because there's a difference, Lord, between actually doing this stuff, pretending we're doing it. And help us, Lord, to activate uh, these disciplines, to see our inner lives renewed. And we pray that in the powerful name of your son, Jesus. All the saints said, Amen. Friends, until next time, grace and peace. Thank you.